0: Hi friends, Ike Myram here. Today we have a special episode of Old Friends, New Laughs. Actually all of the episodes are special, but this one's kind of cool because I'm interviewing my cousin Emma who lives in Australia. Emma's lived in Australia now since last year, and what a crazy year it's been. First of all, they had the Australian wildfires, and now Australia and the world Is battling the coronavirus outbreak. I felt it was a unique opportunity to get Emma's perspectives from the southern hemisphere. This interview was conducted over a distance of about 8,200 miles and Emma sounds great. Unfortunately I got my microphone settings messed up so I sound a little scratchy and distant but that's an improvement from how I sound on most days. So please forgive the audio quality and enjoy this conversation with my cousin Emma. Any friend of mine is now a friend of yours, and now you have a brand new cousin. Congratulations. We'll see you at the next family reunion. Don't forget to bring the potato salad. Emma, thank you so much for, uh, for joining me, for letting me uh, chat with you in these interesting times of quarantine. Mm-hmm. First of all, how are you?
1: Hi Isaac, thanks for uh, inviting me. We're okay, like we talked about a little bit earlier. We're just, uh, so far so good. The three of us are healthy and Um, (laughs) happy-ish. You and I were joking around earlier that I'm starting to grow moss, so I'm glad this this, is audio. Um, We are fortunate enough to hear, I'm outside of Melbourne, Australia, and uh, we're fortunate here to have a big backyard So even though we are sort of allowed to go out and walk a little bit, I I get nervous about it for whatever reason. I don't know. I'm starting to take on a paranoid mentality, I think. Um, It's nice just to be able to go outside and uh, have that green space. I can look at it all the time and go out into it if I need to.
0: Yeah. Now, um, make sure I say this right, because my... Northwestern tongue would say Melbourne, but I got to shorten that up a little bit. Melbourne, Melbourne,
1: Melbourne, Melbourne um, is how the locals say it. Yeah. um, Most Americans do say Melbourne, but uh, everybody was, well, you know, my dad. So the reason I'm here is because my dad was a professor back in the day. I was born here in Australia, have citizenship, wanted to give that opportunity to my kids, finally did it, got here sold off everything I had, sold all my stocks, and, you know, seven months later, <clears throat> the the dream it's, has changed a little well, bit.
0: Well, <laughs> it's been a heck of a year. I mean, not only are we in the midst of coronavirus, which the whole world's being impacted by, but, but there were some horrible wildfires that, that happened in uh, Australia last year. How, how was that uh, experience there?
1: It was, actually, because it did impede our movement a little, little bit. Um, I was In a safe zone considered sort of the eastern suburbs of melbourne um but really um not too far from me they started to get impacted and you know there were days when it was just heavy with smoke and we were wearing masks then just because we couldn't breathe Um, a lot of the coastal birds flock of cockatoos that actually hasn't left i've noticed um (laughs) Yeah, and actually hangs around, which is really nice. But anyway, so the wildfires were hard. It did impede our movement. I did get to see a little of um, the Dandenong mountain ranges east Mm. of us and Mm -hmm. a little bit east. But then pretty soon, I think I went out there, and two days later, um, the area surrounding it was on fire. So that was a really uh, kind of a wake-up call and um but you know those got under control the rains finally started um which was good but it was it was pretty it, that was kind of unprecedented too yeah um it, there's always always wildfires here always always you know mm-hmm. just a lot like Oregon yeah it's a lot like and they a lot like the west ways so were you they have a drought
0: were you born in Melbourne
1: no I was born near Brisbane actually up in Queensland oh okay um and I I haven't been there yet. I don't know if we'll make it anytime soon. Okay. Um, but Melbourne, I chose... Uh, the boys and I came... <clears throat> so, um, just for your listeners, the boys and I packed up and moved. I have two teenage boys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, you know, solo, we came here and thought we were being very brave. And now we're stuck for a little bit. But <clears throat> that's all right. They're still being brave. Mm-hmm. Um, we came here for a visit in October of 2018. We moved here August 2019. So we, moved, we yeah. came over here and spent the month of October 2018 here. And uh, we briefly went to Sydney. Sydney was beautiful, but very, very busy, very, very expensive. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, we all kind of fell in love with the Melbourne area. And <laughs> I've come to realize, because it's, it feels a lot like Oregon in many ways, mm-hmm. Um it's actually very busy. There, It's a city of roughly 4 million people, so it's actually quite massive.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I've read a little bit, bit about Melbourne. Never been. I've never been to Australia, but as I've heard it, it's been ranked one of the most livable cities in the world. Um, incredible mm. plazas, bars, restaurants. There's the Yarra River, I believe, that, yep. uh, that goes down the middle. And I mean, what an incredible place to relocate, though. I mean, there's probably endless things to do. Too bad they're all, most of the things are probably closed uh, at the moment. But... Yeah,
1: it is. And, you know, it's funny. It is a, a beautiful city. Um, <clears throat> It's got, the laneways are amazing, the restaurants are amazing, everything's amazing. Now, what I've discovered here is that it's often very, very expensive. So while all these things are available to us, you know, as a mother of two kids I can't do a lot of those because every time we go out to dinner it's a hundred dollars
0: it's like uh, it's times three yeah
1: (laughs) yeah it is and it's you know I've managed to go out with some workmates after work a couple of times and things like that but um, it's just it's very expensive so um, while it is livable and it's very safe my kids in, when we were in Portland, I wouldn't let them ride transportation. I wouldn't mm-hmm. let them walk anywhere by themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, here I didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. They don't have schools here. The kids ride public transportation to school. Yeah. So I had no choice but to let my kids branch out a little bit. And <clears throat> so we live about, it's about a 45-minute tram ride from the city. I work in the city. Oh, okay. And a couple of times I've had them come down and meet me. So they hop on the tram. They ride into the city by themselves, and it doesn't. I don't. None of us bad an eyelash. So, in many ways, it's very, very safe. Um,
0: without again, without falling yeah, into horrible yeah. stereotypes. I mean, when when <laughs> you introduce yourself, I mean, how do you introduce mm-hmm. yourself? So you are you do have dual citizenship, but uh, you, you you grew up in in Oregon, as did I. So mm-hmm. you know culturally, you're you're quite American, probably. Uh, it's probably how folks uh, interpret that. How have your your interactions yeah. with people been? Are they do they embrace this You know, unique American outsider or uh, or is it a little more difficult, like you said, making making connections with people?
1: Well, it's been really funny because I don't have to introduce myself because apparently I have a very thick American accent. I never even (laughs) thought of sort of the degrees of accents. But I have a thick American accent still. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 I was there for 42 years, so that's right. going to happen. And is it's thick, really. There's a degree of thickness. But I guess when you think about it, when we have yeah. people, you know, from other countries, you, you you know, in our neck of the woods in Oregon, you know, it's yes. huge Latino population, right? So yes. some speak very clear English and some do not. And I'm... I, I, it's suddenly different from interesting for me to be in that boat saying, "Oh, you've got a very thick American accent." I'm like, "What?" Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but I was like, "That makes a lot of sense." I'm not from here.
0: Yeah, I think folks um, from from our neck of the woods believe we really have no accent. You know, we escaped yeah. the the Southern influence and the Midwestern influence, mm-hmm. and so we're we're neutral. Uh, but but clearly that's not the case, and and yeah, we no, car- it's, we it's carry thick. our own linguist, you know- linguistic linguistic ticks.
1: Traditionally, Australians have really had um, sort of this, um, again, a huge generalization, but, you know, like really it, liked Americans. They're fun and outgoing, and um, that's really fun for the people I've talked to. They're like, mm-hmm. you know, Americans are full on, you know, which just mm-hmm. means you guys are nuts, but we think you're awesome. You yeah. know, kind of like, yeah, it's they, they find us amusing, <laughs> basically. Yeah. And I had a funny story. Um, I The coffee here, they're very into their coffee. Very, very into their coffee. And it's very expensive. And I'm sort of a fan of walking into Starbucks in the U.S. and getting those massive iced coffees, right? They're huge. Mm-hmm, huge. Right, right. The ventes, and do they have so ventes down I, there? They call them ventes, but they're not. They're not that big, and I've been like very. I was like, "This is the biggest one you have." I actually said that. And I was like, "How American do I sound right now?" <laughs> but <clears throat> in your so thick I walked American into one day, also. yeah, in my thick American accent. So I walked into work one day. I walked I wanted an iced coffee bat. It was like the first one I'd gotten there, and I just kind of gotten in with my workmates, and they are to the point where they can tease me relentlessly now, and know that I'm cool about it so I walk in I was like these iced coffees are tiny I got two of them (laughs) it cost me 12 bucks for two of these coffees and I walk in and you know I know my workmate John was like um are you holding are those both for you and I was like yeah and another one walks by and he's like that is the most American thing I've ever seen (laughs) that I was just like well they're too small I needed two and he's like that's the most American thing I've ever seen (laughs) and you know so now they throw American things at me like okay, Yankee, you know, they just, they tease me a lot, but, um, it's, it's pretty funny, most people, um, either have a lot of curious questions, or, oh, I love your accent, which always throws me, Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, some people just ask questions, you know, I actually in a work meeting the other day, I had mentioned that, you know, my family is all in Oregon, and some of them have actually gotten sick, um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, they're just like, well, not to like bring it around to this and bring it down. But what's it like in the States right now? I like, it's, it's, you know, to use your term, it's full on over there right now. We are a mess here. But so far in Australia, I think today we've only had 30 deaths so far. Yeah,
0: yeah. It seems um, to be fairly well contained. I mean, knock on every piece of wood, uh, if I can use that American lingo. but it. Uh, please do, yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully things do not progress as they have here. It's but but it, it, it's so crazy how the transmissions spike even when people have not been exposed to foreign travel. Um, mm-hmm. it, it seems to be just working through asymptomatic people, and uh, that's what makes it scary. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it, it does make it scary, and we shut. I mean, we're in strict. We have, in Victoria. Each state's a little different, but more or less Australia is all on lockdown. We can all go out for, Victoria has a strict, one of the strict, we have, there's four reasons we can leave this house, and it is <clears throat> uh, for groceries, and we all have to wear masks now, I think, uh, in public. Yep. I think it's Same actually, here. we can be fined if we don't wear a mask. I had to make my own, so nice. I hand-stitched them, because I don't, <laughs> Okay, <laughs> but I don't let the kids out. When I go to the shops, so we can grocery shop, we can exercise, we can go to work or school if we have to, and... That I forgot. Compassionate oh, reasons. Oh, I think. I like, was going to yeah. say
0: in in New York City, in the East Coast, I right now. I think if you have a dog, you can take them out and walk them. I don't know if your uh, your furry companion there is is your ticket out of your your home right now.
1: <laughs> we can all go out for exercise. Okay.
0: Oh, that's good. Um,
1: but it's it's only local. We can only go local. We can't yeah. drive anywhere. And like like I couldn't drive to the beach if I had a car, which I don't. Yeah. If, and walk the dog I have to stay local and and who knows I don't know I, I I have a like we were talking about earlier I have a lot of hope that at the other side of this people will be more mindful and consume less and I think for a while it'll be like that but you know this yeah. is a big enough thing that I hope it wakes people up a little bit on what we actually do need and what actually does bring us joy
0: Cool. Well, this has been. And for
1: the record.
0: Yes, go ahead. For the
1: record, it's actually Sunday, April fifth here. So. Oh, thank you. Just so you know,
0: you are uh, eighteen time zones ahead, and I believe, Mm -hmm. and uh, eighty-two hundred miles as the crow flies. And you sound as crystal clear as my friend in uh, Hermiston, about fifty miles away, did when we spoke. Internet's not great in Hermiston, so it's that's a bad comparison. Um, well,
1: internet's not great in Australia either, to be honest. So,
0: Well, we've, we've hit it on, on perfect timing then, because you sound uh, sound fantastic. So Awesome. Well, thank you so much for letting me just interview you and capture this little piece of history, as, as we're in very interesting times, yeah. but I thought you brought a very interesting perspective to all of this, and uh, learned a lot about Melbourne, and I'm saying it a little bit better now. I, it almost sounds like I have uh, uh, congested sinuses when I say it, but um I hope to visit there someday. It looks beautiful. <laughs> you get used to it get used to it yeah well,
1: right now we're having high winds and storms, um but you know give me give it twenty minutes it'll be sun, sunshine again
0: so there you go. Sounds <laughs> All right. beautiful well thanks Emma again. Blessings to yeah. you and uh give our love to your boys and uh Same. miss you guys. And, yeah, uh,
1: we miss you too. Love to Christy and the girls and everybody. And hopefully we will see you here in the next year or so.
0: You bet. St- uh, stay safe and healthy. All
1: right. You guys too. We love you.
0: Love you too. If you want to find out more about Australia, head on over to wikipedia.org. Old Friends, New Laughs is produced by me, Ike Myram. Our music is composed by the incomparable Luke Basil. We'll be back on Friday... For another brand new episode, hope to see you then, and thanks for listening.